0: Welcome to the Unstuck Your Life podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Pamela Hughes. Every week, we're going to start to wiggle loose an area of your life that has got you stuck. When you're feeling bad, what do you do to feel good? I mean, like, we can call it feeling bad, having a negative emotion, whatever it is that you want to call it. I'm I'm not going to get hung up on our definition or our label of these vibrations in our body when we're feeling like crap, when you don't feel good, and I don't mean like an illness-wise, I mean an emotional-wise, when you're disappointed, when you're sad, when you're frustrated, angry, irritated, you know, all of those emotions. When you're feeling bad, what do you do to feel good? I don't know about you, but uh, I was never really taught what to do. In those situations, when I feel bad, what do I do to feel good? Usually meant, you know, going to get ice cream and you get a shot at a doctor's office, right? Like, oh, well, get the shot. And if you're good, we'll go get ice cream afterwards. And if you're not feeling good, well, here's a piece of candy or hey, let's go to the movies, Let's distract with something. It's a very common way that most people relate to and try to cope with their negative or bad feelings. And it's really what you know, most of our parents taught us to do. So it's no wonder that we do this because we all seem to miss the day in, you know, I don't know, eighth grade where they taught us how to deal with negative emotions. And maybe you missed that day too, because I know I did. This was something I didn't learn until much later in my life, how to deal with these things. And my goal and my hope for you today is, In this podcast, is that I give you some new ways to deal with it and some ways to open your mind and create some possibilities of different ways to cope with those inevitable downsides to life. Life is kind of like a roller coaster there are ups, there are downs, it's part of life. And we get really fixated on the up parts, and we want that to last really long. But sooner or later, the inevitable down part of the roller coaster happens, and we have to deal with that. It's part of life. Life is 50-50. It's 50% positive. It's 50% negative. So if we can learn how to deal with both of those, we have a much more balanced kind of life. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, because so often we try to outrun the reality of life. And the reality is life can be hard. There are struggles, there are challenges, there are issues and problems, whatever you want to call them to overcome. But so often we try to avoid, resist, escape, outrun those challenges because they just don't feel good. So today, yeah, it's a lot about feelings and the negative feelings. But I say negative, and I I hesitate to say negative or bad. I don't know why. They're feelings. And these are the feelings you don't like feeling. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're bad. I know they feel bad. We don't want them. They're uncomfortable in our bodies. But they're important and they're usually there for a reason. And if we can just allow them to be there without making them worse, we can kind of get through them a lot sooner. So that's what we're going to dive into today is feelings. And I I know that that can be very touchy feely for some people. And they're like, Oh, yeah, it's squishy. When you talk about feelings, that is a soft skill. No, it's a really important skill, because your feelings drive every action you take in life. So they're super critical to understand. I mean, If you're not driving right now, if you're just somewhere, you know, where you're listening to this podcast and you can close your eyes, then I would invite you to do that right now. And if you are driving and listening to this and somewhere that you can't close your eyes, well, then I invite you to come back to this podcast at a later time where you can go through this exercise to really understand what it is I'm talking about when it comes to feelings. Because in this exercise, when you close your eyes, all you got to do is think back to one of your favorite memories. You know, you close your eyes and you go back to that place in time. You know, what were you focusing on? And when you were focusing on that, like what did you feel? What were the feelings that were going through your body? What emotions do you experience when you go back to that favorite place in time? You know, one of my favorite things growing up was to go camping with my family. Cooks Forest in in Clarion County, Pennsylvania. And when I close my eyes and and I go back to that time, I can feel like the coolness on my skin, the warmth on my face. I can smell the trees and hear the rustling of the leaves and I just like a smile comes across my face and it's so peaceful and I just feel calm in my body. That's what you can experience when you just take a moment and let yourself experience One of those favorite memories, if you close your eyes and just go back to like maybe an easier, simpler time in your life. And when you open your eyes, you can notice just how easy it was for you to access those emotions as you were thinking about a great memory. Because when you access like a past experience, you can actually access those past feelings. You can recreate those feelings in your body just by thinking Your emotions are your experiences of life, and those emotions are caused by the way that you think. And so as I'm thinking about my favorite memory or one of them growing up, I can also recreate those same emotions and sensations from when I was growing up. And you may think that these emotions are involuntary. They're caused by what's happening around you. Well, the circumstances in life are facts. You know, you can prove them and everyone would agree. They're kind of neutral. Like, facts are facts. They're neither good nor bad. Camping is neither good nor bad. It's the thoughts you have about camping that creates that experience for you. Your thoughts create your feelings. And you've heard me say this before. And and once you start to embrace it, and I know that a lot of times once my clients start to embrace the idea your thoughts create your feelings then they immediately wanna stop thinking the stuff that makes them feel bad. Like, oh, well, if my thoughts create my feelings and my thoughts creating this feeling that I don't like, well, then I just need to create a new thought so that I don't have this feeling. And I call that thought swapping. And sometimes you can do that, but the first step is just to simply increase your awareness of what it is that you're thinking and get curious about it without judging. And paying attention to your thinking and noticing what you're feeling, is not something most people do. Like, when was the last time someone goes, "Okay, what are you thinking? What are you feeling?" And you really dove into that and gave yourself some space and some permission to explore that. If there's if there's something that you you really want right now, whether it is a pair of jeans, a pair of shoes, a new car, iPhone whatever it may be, a bigger house, a house, I don't know, maybe it's something a little less tangible, like a promotion or a relationship. And when you take a moment and you think about what you want, like really want right now, and then you go a layer deeper and ask yourself what you really, really want. Why do you want those jeans or those shoes? Why do you want that house or that car? Why do you want that relationship or that promotion? Ask yourself how you believe you're going to feel when you get it. Like when you get the house, when you get the car, when you get the promotion, when you get the relationship, when you get the shoes, whatever it may be, how will you feel when you get it? What you really want are the feelings you believe you're going to have once you get the things you really want. In every case, it's the feeling that you want. It's the feeling of success or confidence or empowerment or safety. You know, why do you want the new pair of shoes? Because they look good with my outfit. Okay, why is that important to you? Like, why do you want to look good in your outfit? And when you really start peeling the layers of the onion back, you realize, because I want to feel confident, for instance. Or if you want a house, you know, I, I I want to move. Well, why do you want to move? Well, we need a bigger house. Well, why, why do you, why do you think you need a bigger house? Well, because if we have a bigger house, we're not all going to be on top of one another. Okay. And if you're not all on top of one another, how would, do you think that'll feel when you get that? Like I can be more relaxed. I'm not going to be so overwhelmed. I'm not going to be so edgy because I'll have some space. You see, it's the feeling that we're chasing, not necessarily the stuff. So if you want to change your life, you must become aware of what you're feeling. Because like, that's what's driving your actions. That's why you want certain things. And a feeling is simply a vibration in the body. That's really all it is. If we, if we simplify it, it's just a vibration in your body. First, your brain has a thought. And then it sends a vibration to your body. And when you think about where do you, fi- where do you feel nervousness in your body? Where do you feel panic? in your body. For me, it's like, you know, you feel it. I feel it in my heart and in my chest and my stomach In sadness. Where do I feel sadness in my body? I feel that in my throat. I feel frustration in my jaw and in my shoulders. It's it's a different place in your body. And, and, and where I feel that sensation, where I feel that vibration may be very different than where you feel it. It's okay. Not a problem. I'm just giving you an example so that you can kind of get the juices flowing and start exploring it for yourself. Emotions are there because you had a thought. They start in the brain and they travel to the body. And then you experience that vibration somewhere in your body. That emotion, that feeling is never going to hurt you. It is never going to hurt you. What hurts you are the actions you take because of that emotion. What hurts is when you're feeling angry and you react to that anger. What bothers you is when you're feeling sad and you take an action because of that sadness. No one likes feeling those negative emotions. And so they're they're uncomfortable in our body, that pit in our stomach, that tightness in our chest, that lump in our throat is uncomfortable. So we spend a lot of time trying to escape it. We spend a lot of time trying to avoid that feeling of irritation or annoyance or disappointment. We want to escape it. So it's no wonder because we've never been taught how to feel our emotions. You need to feel them all the way through. Like the only way out is through. You've got to feel the emotion. And there are two things most people do with uncomfortable emotions. Maybe that's the word, uncomfortable emotion. I know I'm kind of parsing words, but like negative and bad, they have that connotation. And you know what? If you want to use that, that's fine. I'm not going to judge. But those uncomfortable emotions, one of the things we do with it is we resist it. We resist that feeling. And you've heard me probably say time and time again, whatever you resist persists. The more you don't want to feel something, guess what? The more you're gonna feel it. Ever try to hold a beach ball underwater? You've heard me use this analogy before. What happens when you push a beach ball underwater? As much as you're trying to push it down, it's pushing against you. Whatever you resists persists. This is a great analogy to illustrate that to you. It's like trying to push a beach ball underwater. It's one of the reasons why we have the, like the, the same kind of emotions over and over and over, like a handful of emotions that you've become quite familiar with because you have a lot of experience with it, like frustration. <laughs> frustration is one of the common emotions I have a lot of experience with because a big part of my life, I didn't process the emotion. I didn't feel the frustration. I resisted it. And when I do that, it persisted. It keeps coming up. So one of the main ways people deal with uncomfortable emotions is they resist it. The second way most of us handle uncomfortable, negative, bad, whatever you want to call it, emotions, is we react to them. We feel that anger, like I said, and that anger isn't going to hurt us. What hurts us is our reaction to it, the action we take because of that anger, the yelling, the screaming. That's what's going to get you into trouble, not the anger itself. It's what you do because of it. And crying and yelling and screaming and avoiding is not the same as feeling. When you're acting out because of your emotions, it does seem like you're releasing something and you're feeling something, but we're often just acting them out instead of processing the feeling. Feelings don't look like acting them out. Feeling is something that you can do simply sitting in a chair right now and just experiencing that subtle vibration in the body, experiencing that tightness in the chest, experiencing the lump in the throat, experiencing the pit in the stomach. Sure, doesn't sound like fun, but it's not yelling, screaming, crying, running away, It's not about acting out. It's about experiencing. And we've gotten really good at avoiding negative emotions. And and when we avoid these negative emotions, the way that that shows up most often, like I said, is, is eating and drinking. Those are two of the really common ways people will avoid their emotions. Rough day at work, pour yourself a glass of wine. I did it. I've done it. probably still do it to these days. It's acknowledging and recognizing what it is that you're doing so that you can get some control over it. Because there was a point in time in my previous career where that was kind of par for the course. I was kind of avoiding a lot of the negative emotions I was feeling because of the news or because of a situation or whatever it may have been. And I would come home and I'd pour myself a glass of wine or two. Because it numbed me out and I was able to escape and avoid those uncomfortable emotions. And a lot of people do that. They will find comfort in food. And again, you can do these things on occasion and it's not going to be a problem. It's having that conscious awareness that this is what you're doing. And if you're doing that all the time and you're not processing any of the feelings, it can lead to a problem. It really can. But if you do it on an occasion, not so much of a problem. It's just creating that awareness that this is what's going on. So if we resist and we react and we avoid emotions and that's not the way of processing them, well, then what is? How do we allow and process an uncomfortable, negative, bad, whatever emotion? Because, again, most of us never taught these things. Well, it is a skill. It's a skill that you learn and a skill that you practice. It is a perishable skill, meaning, you know, you don't use it, you lose it, but you can practice it and build it. It's like a muscle. And it's very different. Allowing an emotion is very different than reacting or resisting it. And the easiest way to allow an emotion is to describe it in detail, to describe what it is that you're feeling in detail. So this would require you to like drop into your body. And that's why I say you can sit and quietly allow an emotion. I like to close my eyes when I'm doing this. So I would sit in a comfortable chair, close my eyes, and then like drop into my body and just notice what am I feeling right now? Like where is that vibration in my body? A lot of times I'll do this when that feeling of frustration, which is very common for me comes up. I have anxiety as well when that anxiety comes up. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that like I'm perfect at this and I, I, I hit it out of the ballpark every single time. No, there will be times where I'm dealing with frustration or anxiety for a few days. And I'm not really even aware of it. Like I I feel it. I know that there's something that just doesn't feel right in my body, but I haven't really taken the time or given myself the gift of time to become curious as to what's going on. And so sometimes it takes a few days or a few hours to realize that like this is the emotion that's having an impact on my life. But you have that awareness that I'm experiencing frustration. I'm experiencing anxiety, disappointment, sadness, whatever it may be. Now what? All right, that's all part of the process. You sit down. You close your eyes. And you pay attention to what's going on in your body. Where are you feeling that frustration? Where is it in your body? For me, it's usually in my chest. All right, so then like go to that part of your body in your chest, wherever you're feeling that emotion. And just notice what's happening there. What are you experiencing in that part of your body? Describe it in detail. Like I said, the easiest way to allow an emotion is to describe it in detail. So where are you feeling it in your body? Like allow your mind to go there. And then just notice what's happening. Is that vibration fast or slow? Is it hard or soft? Is it dull or sharp? Just notice what's happening. Is that sensation getting stronger? Is it getting weaker? Does it have a shape? Is there a color? What's specific about this emotion that you're feeling right now? And I realize like as I'm offering this to you, it may sound hokey, This may sound super weird to you, like, oh, what color is this emotion? What shape is the emotion? And that sounds so weird and maybe woo to you. I just invite you to be open to this because when you can get out of your head and into your body and get curious about that sensation in your body, it creates some distance it creates a little space between your brain and your body where you can get curious as to what's going on in your body, and it's in that space where you are allowing that emotion to be there. So often when we're feeling something, we, we run away from it. We think that we have to avoid this negative emotion because if we allow that frustration, that disappointment, that anger to be there, then it'll never go away. We're afraid that if we welcome that in, it's going to stay forever. What I want to offer you, my friend, is no. Instead of running away from the emotion in order to get away from it, process it, allow it, lean into it. Because when you lean into it, you can get through it and onto the other side. That emotion that you're experiencing right now that's uncomfortable is not going to stay with you forever. Just like the best day of your life, the happiest day of your life, those emotions from that day did not last forever. It's the same thing for your negative emotions. They may seem really intense right now, but they're not going to last forever. Just like your good days and your good emotions and your happy emotions don't last forever, neither will your uncomfortable ones. I promise you that. If you give yourself an opportunity to invite in that negative emotion, instead of trying to push it away like that beach ball, instead of avoiding it, breathing it in, leaning in towards it, move towards it, knowing that you can handle it, and it's just a vibration in your body, that whatever the emotion needs to do in your body, you can allow it without suffering. When you can begin to observe it and describe it, what you are going to notice is that emotion begins to soften. It begins to weaken. It may move in your body. It may go from your chest to your throat. If it moves, go with it. Okay, so now what's going on in your throat? What are you experiencing there? This is what allowing an emotion is like. You allow it to be there without reacting to it. It's like carrying around a heavy purse. Carrying around that heavy purse of anxiety or that heavy purse of frustration for as long as it takes without reacting to it. You just, yep, here's here's my frustration. I'm here. I got my frustration. You're not reacting. You're not resisting. You're not avoiding. It's just there. And you're allowing it to be there. This is one of the most important skills you're ever going to learn. And like I said, most of us haven't been taught this. And it is a practice that I can describe to you right now. And you can go back and you can listen to this podcast And practice it. In fact, what I'll do here in just a moment is I will walk you through allowing an emotion in your body so that you can practice it on your own. But once you learn how to do this, and you get good at it, it can completely change your relationship with yourself and the people around you, because you're not going to be reactive, or as reactive as you've been before. But more of a compassionate observer of both yourself and the people around you. And I want to give you a gift here, and that is just me walking you through how to allow an emotion so that you can come back to this podcast as many times as you need when those feelings that are uncomfortable come up in your body. And you want to try this, you want to give yourself a new way of allowing an emotion instead of reacting, resisting, or avoiding it, you can come back to this podcast and play this next portion as many times as you need to build up that muscle, to build up that strength, to practice the skill of allowing an emotion instead of reacting to it. Because the emotion, the vibration in your body isn't going to hurt you. It is your reaction and the actions you take because of it that can get you into trouble. Your feelings are part of the human experience. You need the negative emotion in order to experience the positive ones. It's the contrast. Like you need to know what pain feels like in order to experience joy. You need to know what stress feels like to know what peace feels like. You got to know what unhappiness is like in order to know what happiness is like. It's the duality of life. It's 50-50, 50% 50 positive, 50% negative. And we're constantly trying to negotiate those numbers to something like 80-20. I want 80% of my life to be positive and only 20% to be negative, but that's not how life works. Just because you're experiencing the negative half of life doesn't mean anything is wrong. Again, it means you're human. You're supposed to have that balance between positive and negative. And if you accept this, you'll be thrust into a world with much less negative about the negative. Have you ever been frustrated because you're frustrated? What does that create? Just more frustration. Or you're sad because you're sad. You create more of what you don't want when you feel like it should be different. And our effort to be like happy all the time, we stay away from the discomfort that could help us evolve and inspire us to create the life we truly want. Like, what if you need to be uncomfortable in order to grow, in order to create the life you love. The goal is not to be happy all the time. Like that, that idea, that thought alone creates so much unnecessary suffering and pain in life. Humanness over happiness. You're allowed to be human. Negative emotions aren't bad. They're part of life. Grief allows us to heal. Discomfort can, can like really push you into taking action. Concern allows you to reflect and see what you want and what you don't want. That's not bad. That's good. Like negative emotions can serve us. They can really help push you forward. So let them. Most of what you want in life requires this full spectrum of emotions. And when you're willing to experience them all, I'm going to tell you, life opens up. So if you're experiencing a negative emotion right now, and you want to experience what it's like to allow that negative emotion, stick through the end of this podcast. You're going to have the typical close, and then I will be walking you through how to allow an emotion. I'm going to tack it on the end of this podcast as like my free gift and bonus to you. And this is a perishable skill. This is something that you're learning. So you're going to be building the muscle. The first time I walk you through this, you're going to be like, what the heck is this? Be open. Like that resisting and avoiding and, and distracting, it's not working for you. So try something new, be open to something new. So allow the end of this podcast to play. And then I'm going to tack on walking you through allowing an emotion. And you can come back To this podcast as many times as you need and have me walk you through allowing an emotion as many times as you need to build up that muscle, to build up that strength so that you can be less reactive and develop a better relationship for yourself and with the people around you. And that's such a great gift. All right. That's what I have for you this week, my friends. Stick around if you want to allow an emotion. Hey there friend, if you're still feeling a little stuck, want some help wiggling loose, I got you. I created a fabulous free guide, four ways to feel better. That's going to give you four simple strategies to help you feel better right now. And you can get it. Head on over to fourwaystofeelbetter.com. That's the number four ways to feel better.com these four simple strategies will help calm a racing mind bring a smile to your face and breathe a little easier and it's yours just head on over to four ways to feel better.com check it out right now if you want to allow an emotion process an emotion i'm going to walk you through that step so Get comfortable in your chair. You can lay down on the floor, whatever it is that just allows you to be comfortable, however that is for you. And once you're in that position, close your eyes and take a deep breath in. What is the emotion that you're struggling with right now? What is that uncomfortable emotion That you want to get rid of frustration disappointment irritation overwhelm to name a few that one word that describes the sensation in your body what is it name it label it now that you know what that emotion is i want you to scan your body and get clear as to where it is in your body you are experiencing that emotion. Is it in your head, in your jaw, in your neck? Maybe it's your chest or your stomach, your low back. Where is it in your body that you notice that sensation? go there. Imagine yourself just dropping into your body and you're looking at this emotion from within your body. What do you notice about that emotion? Do you notice a color? If so, what color is it? Does the emotion have a shape? Is it hot or cold? Is there a texture to that emotion for you? How else would you describe that emotion? Is it soft? Is it hard? Just notice what's happening in that part of your body. Is it getting bigger? Is it lessening? Just notice. Has it moved? If it's moved, go to the place in the body where it has moved and get curious and notice what's happening there as well. If the emotion has lessened or has gone away by just paying attention to it, then you can take a deep breath in, exhale and open your eyes. You've processed and allowed an emotion. If the emotion is still there, if that vibration is still there, that's okay. It's not a problem. Notice it. Allow it to be there. And ask that emotion why it's here. Why are you here? What do you want me to know? See what it offers you. What can you learn from allowing that emotion to just be? Take a deep breath in and exhale out and open your eyes. Allowing that emotion to be there and leaning into it lessens it. It's not scary. It's not going to stick around forever. Have compassion for what you're feeling because life is 50-50. 50 50 it's 50% positive, it's 50% negative, and you're in that negative spot right now. And that's not a problem. It's part of life. Feel it. It's part of the full spectrum of human emotion. Nothing has gone wrong here. It's gone human. And when you relate to it in that capacity, it can change your total relationship to that emotion that you've just allowed.